Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, covering all of Dark, and we are going through Season 1 right now, Season 1, Episode 5, called Truths. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me today is Jer. Jer, how you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, at this point, we've seen all of Season 3, we've seen the whole show, but we're going to try to uh, remain spoiler-free, and, you know, we might slip up here and there, but we're going to do our very best to remain spoiler-free until the very end of the show, and towards the end of the show, we might get into some spoiler topics. Does that sound about right, Jer? It sure does, and we'll, we'll provide a nice warning uh, and give it a second uh, before we get into that spoiler section at the end of the podcast, right? Right, so you can get up and hit the pause button before we blow all the secrets here. All right, so let's get into the episode, Jer. So uh, it's kind of tough being back in season one world after... Uh, you know, going through season three, but we're back into it, and uh, you know, time is a flat circle, right? So it's uh, it's good to jump back in. It sure is, yeah. And you know, it, it's uh, I don't know. For me, it's interesting because you know, you see the conflicts that are occurring in, in season one. Um, it, it's kind of refreshing. I kind of enjoyed it. I liked going back and uh, and watching this episode in particular. Yeah, it's a simpler time, much more based on the relationships of the characters. Uh, and uh, I don't want to say anything more before uh, to reveal anything about the later seasons, but it's it was really fun going back and seeing this. And I hope if you've uh, gone back and you've seen everything and you're uh, going on a rewatch with us, that's great. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's start talking about it. Um, we open kind of with a montage with uh, Hannah and she's... It's like Hannah in the past, Hannah in the present. You got Enos in the past, Enos in the present. And um, uh, and it all culminates with Martha wanting to talk with Jonas. But Jonas doesn't want to talk with her. But Bartosz wants to talk with Martha. And we're right back in the love triangle, Jer. Yeah, a heavy Conwald episode, right? Yeah, oh. A lot of Enos, a lot of, a lot of Hannah, who becomes a Conwald, right? Uh, a, lot, a lot of Jonas, or Jonas. Yep, a lot of Mikkel. Um, Mikael. A lot of Mikkel. <laughs> yeah, and, or Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big reveal, yeah, right? Absolutely. It's a big reveal at the end of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if this is your first time watching, you get confirmed that um, Mikkel is Jonas's father, which, you know, in the previous two episodes, there's heavy, heavy hints of that coming. But here you get it right at the end. You get the letter from uh, Michael to Jonas revealing that. Um, so, I mean, if you're, yeah, first time through, that's a, it's a big bombshell, right? It sure is. Yeah, I know. I remember, um, you know, uh, really wanting to see what was in that letter, you know, really wanting to hear the letter. Um, and, and, you know, and it's, it's a very, you know, important part of the plot for sure. Yeah. And they, um, you know, leave us hanging in episode one with, uh, don't open until, uh, the contents until ten thirteen at night. So finally getting to see what yeah. happened was, is really, uh, it was a really good big moment for the show, right? You kind of see this. Okay, this show has secrets. The show has legs. The show isn't gonna mess around. They're gonna, um, you know, actually reveal things throughout the course of the season, which is pretty refreshing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Uh, you know, uh, wait till the season one to have uh, the end of season one, the end, the finale to have this big reveal. Um, we get it mid season. No, it, it it doesn't. It's you know, it's one of the more. Um, it's one of the more bigger strengths I feel like the dark has is they're not afraid to hold things, you know, until the last episode of a season or the second to last episode of a season. They've just telling a story, you know, they're, they're, 
things get revealed and, and they're going to keep it going. And, um, you know, it's one of the nice things we've talked about this before, but you know, the, the entire show is three seasons. It could have been five if they really wanted to drag things on and put in a bunch of filler and only have reveals in certain episodes. But instead they just, they go and they tell a story and they do it succinctly and in three seasons, you know? Right. And they're not really encumbered by, you know, the, uh, TV model that we, you know, we grew up with, you know, uh, with, yeah. a, with a show that is like 24 episodes on every week. And, um, the Netflix model really helps the show because like you said, they could reveal it when they wanted to, but for those, you know, people who want the answers, who want to binge through, they could also do that as well. So, um, I think Netflix, I yep. mean, this show couldn't have been on, you know, ABC or NBC, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It would not have worked. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, just kind of cool. Just, uh, thinking about the meta of dark, I guess. But, um, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I forgot, uh, this is right after Yasin disappeared, right? Because, um, correct. Cause we, we see him up on the police bulletin board. Right. Uh, and, and now we know there are three kids missing, right? Three children, three boys, right? Right. Eric, uh, you have Eric, Eric, you have Mikkel and you have Yasin, right? Right. And tied in, into this all is, you know, the body that was found, which, you know, Ulrich is believing that it might be Mads after. And I think we've seen that, right? That that's already happened. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he has the mark on his chin. And I believe that was probably mm-hmm. in the fourth episode. So, um, uh, so all that, the mystery of the town, it's, uh, the police are under fire and Ulrich is, you know, trying his best to cope with all of this right now. Um, and also we get more, some more Doppler follow up from the last episode, right? We do, we do. And, uh, the conversation between Charlotte and Peter is, <laughs> pretty solid yes yeah, charlotte <laughs> he doesn't like yeah he doesn't like the way that uh charlotte's talking to to elizabeth right uh and he kind of <laughs> kind of reprimands her and then she kind of pulls out that picture of him in the car at a certain time after you know he lies about being in the office and it's a, it's a great scene yeah charlotte's like oh really really <laughs> you want to talk about this <laughs> Yeah, so he thinks yeah he thinks he's gonna he's gonna say something to his wife about uh, <laughs> about dis- about disciplining their child, and she's like, no, not right now. Where were you the night that uh, Mikkel disappeared? <laughs> and uh, yeah, his response is just, "You're nuts, right?" Yeah, so he doesn't deny it, right? No, um, no. He just says, "You're nuts. You're crazy, right?" Not a hard denial there. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Um. So, and I was glad because in the Previous episode, uh, I feel like Charlotte didn't grill Elizabeth enough when she came home about this mysterious Noah guy, and I was glad that at least she was kind of asking more information about him in this episode, and, you know, maybe she had just come home, so, you know, you're just happy to see her, but at least we get um, a drawing of Noah, a description of him, right? Right, and I I think, um, I think, you know, Charlotte was probably so worried about her and, and, you know, you're missing a child, but I'm sure that first night is just more relief and happiness that your child is okay and safe with you. And then the next day you're probably back into police mode. Like, all right, what does this guy look like? Like, we need to figure this out. Like <laughs> that type of thing. Right. <laughs> right. I think Francisco, she went back into uh, sister mode pretty quickly though. Right. With uh, the lipstick incident. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> Not letting that go. So, um, nope. Um, yeah, so we have two different timelines going on in this episode, right? After that scene, we have Mikkel and Enos. And uh, Mikkel, he has not been talking to any of the adults 
uh, really since Aegon dropped him, or since coming to the hospital, correct? Correct, correct. Um, and then we, we get that, you know, we get a, a couple of scenes with Enos, but then the interesting scene is the one with Noah, right? Oh, when Noah comes to, uh, uh, that's a great scene when they're talk have a conversation about God and the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, you know, part of me is like, is it because Mikkel is from the future? I feel like a kid from the 80s wouldn't go, well, it's a Big Bang, like, to a priest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know well, I mean? Noah's like, face, too. I feel like, you know. Did you see Noah's, I loved Noah's face when uh, M Mikkel mentions the Big Bang Theory. He kind of, like, has his eyebrows raised, like, steps back, like, whoa. <laughs> Wasn't expecting Yeah, that. yeah, he was like, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that conversation, yeah, I definitely don't think a kid from the 80s probably would have brought that up, and especially... You know, to an authority figure or a priestly figure like that, um, you know, kind of contradicting, you know, what Noah would believe probably. So, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. And uh, Mikkel is just dropping some science knowledge on him, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, it, it's just it's an interesting conversation. Um, you know, the way that Noah handles it, the way he's kind of like, oh well what happened before the big bang you know so on you know nothing comes from nothing right you right. know like something had to have started something somewhere right good point yes uh, <laughs> it's uh it's it, it, i don't know it's, it's a great scene yeah um I, I i don't take ulrich for much of a science scientist because you know this is uh knowledge he's getting from ulrich he says right he says uh religion is the brainwashing of the masses and i'm just trying to imagine ulrich i guess ulrich i could see ulrich saying that but um, Ulrich's belief in the Big Bang Theory or uh, talking about it, I just, I don't know I don't picture him talking about that stuff I think, you know I think it's two separate things, at least that's how I took it, right, he says my father says religion is the brainwashing of masses but the Big Bang Theory might have been something he learned at school or learned from friends do you know what I mean, like, I, I think those are two separate things, at least that's how I took it yeah, so he's bringing in his science and some, you know, ramblings from Ulrich in the car, mixing them together, and, you know, he's a pretty smart kid. Right, right. At least that's how I take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, but, you know, pretty ominous uh, seeing Noah after, you know, he's the one, we see him, he's the one that took Yasin, right? And now he's uh, in a different time period sitting here with Mikkel. And, uh, right, right. And you're, you're kind of like, you know, you're, you're worried for Mikkel, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know I was. Oh yeah. Once you see him kind of roll up and sit there, sit near the bed, I mean, you're just like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, and they want me to be worried with the 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 sounds that are coming from uh from the <laughs> from the sound direction here with all these tones every oh, time. Oh yeah. I don't know what what are they hitting a big piano or a, a some some horrible sound every time Noah comes on the screen. Whatever it is, very ominous and very you know it, it leads to a certain tone. That's for sure. Right. Right. So. Enos has connections with the the uh, the priest, right, or with Noah, or at least with the Saint Christopher's Church that he's at. Um, I'm assuming right. I'm assuming it's Enos that brought him in, or the hospital brought Noah in. Um, anybody to try to get this kid to talk, probably, right? Right, right. I mean, I think that that's. I mean, that would be common, right? I I, I think that that makes sense, you know, to have a. a community leader, you know, talk to him, you know, and, a, you know, someone who's religious, that, that kind of makes sense, especially for a small town, if everyone goes to that church, yeah, you would, you would make sense, you know, it makes sense to maybe the priest to talk to him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely do think that's true, too. Um, I was just thinking, yeah, like you said, it's a small town, but I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if 
you know, Father Dave was getting these kids in Chicago to going to see, but yeah, you're, you're probably right. It's a small town thing. Um, so stay, let's, let's stay in the eighties, kind of finish off that thread. So after that scene, uh, Enos and, uh, a social worker, right? She's talking to somebody with child protective services. Yes. And that's that's why I took it as, yeah. And Mikkel's going to be placed in a foster home until, um, they find either, until somebody comes forward or they find a suitable home for him. Or they figure it out. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And the social worker's like, don't worry, you know, the school, somebody will show up. Somebody will come looking for him. And uh, Enos is kind of just like, I don't know about that. Yeah, she, she kind of seems to think that she doesn't think that's going to happen. Right. Um, she gets that inkling that, uh, that no one's going to be coming for him. Right? right, right, and she lets him know, or she lets the social worker know that Mikkel is kind of a pecu- peculiar boy, so, um, he's a strange boy, and, uh, I don't know, what do you think she was trying to get by telling the social worker that? I think, I mean, I think she's trying to steer the social worker towards, you know, maybe an alternative path, right? Right, right. Um, or, you know, a, a different way other than a foster home. Yes. Now, I don't think I'm spoiling too much here because we know that Mikkel becomes Michael and we know that Enos, he's Enos, lives with Enos. So we know Enos is eventually going to adopt him, right? Right. And that's, yeah, that's earlier than, I forget what episode exactly, but it's before this, right? So we we certainly know that that they become related. Yes. yes. Um, Yeah. And and that all makes sense. Right. That all, that all tracks. Okay, good. Um, So, um, you know, then uh, we we get one more scene with Mikkel uh, in the '80s, and I really I really do like the scene, and it's where Hannah and Mikkel meet, and you're kind of like, aha, you're really putting it together at this point, right? Love it. I, I think it's so great. Um, you know, the the whole the the whole lines, the where are you from? I'm from the future, you know. And then and <laughs> she goes, you're cool, and he's like, no, I'm I'm Mikkel. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my favorites in the show. Yeah, I love that line. Uh, and that's I, so great. Yeah, I especially love his uh, the actor's delivery in German too. I wish I could do it justice, but he does. They do a great job, and uh, definitely one of the best deliveries and lines of the entire show. So, um, yeah. Oh Mick- yeah, without a doubt, he he's you know he's very confident, right, uh, Michael? Like, and you know it's you know he shows her the the magic trick and you know and and she's just kind of like why i use my imagination you know and he's just like well you can kind of like create illusions with magic and, and then you don't need to use the imagination right so yeah um you know it's, it's a great scene yeah well it's so funny too because he's kind of like ignoring her at first right she's like do you think i'm pretty and he doesn't say anything and she's like oh great and then when she brings up magic that's when he kind of lights up and he's like oh magic well do you know harry houdini <laughs> um she does not <laughs> right um that's like uh no, she has not heard of Eugenie. <laughs> that's like if me and you like got transported back to like the 80s and then somebody was like uh talking about basketball and like oh do you know michael yeah, jordan like, oh, yeah you've heard of jordan right uh, what that 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 <laughs> like, third know. year player on chicago that broke his foot last year what <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah um but yeah anyways so um mickle uh, you know, and like you said, he's really confident too. And for, for a guy who knows, you know, one magic trick, he, he really is pretty confident. Um, is, didn't we see Elizabeth say she didn't like him in the last episode? Yeah. Cause he's too cocky, right. Or, or something like that. She doesn't, or he's like, he's kind of showy or whatever. I don't know what, what her term was, but, 
But yeah, you know, she, she does like him. She, she throws some shade, yeah, for well, sure, in episode four. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work for Elizabeth, but it's working for Hannah. And um, I'm trying to get the ages, because Hannah's coming off, you know, being spurned by Ulrich, right? And they're clearly... Er, Ulrich and Katarina look older than Hannah, and Hannah looks older than Mikkel. Um, what do you think about it? Like, I, I'm just trying to see how the ages all work yeah. here with these kids. Here's, here's how I take it. I take it as though um, Mikkel is maybe a year or two younger than Hannah. And, and, and I take it that Hannah... Katarina and Ulrich are all basically the same age. Okay. All right. But the thing is, is that I think Hannah just hasn't like developed as much as Katarina at that point. Yeah. You know, she, you know, everyone develops at a certain age, um, you know, over time, but certain people develop, you know, certain kids develop sooner than others. Right. I mean, this is like, you know, puberty one one. but, um, you know, I feel like Katarina has gotten there a little bit quicker. Um, Hannah has not, but I always took it, you know, when I watch the show to mean that they're the same age. Right. And that's... in the same class. Cause she's, she's buddies with Ulrich. Like she's talking to Ulrich. I, it, I, it, I don't get the feel that she's like two years younger than him. I feel like they're kind of the same grade. Right. Um, and... at least that, that's how I feel. And that she just, you know, she blossoms later. Right. You know, she, she doesn't really develop until a little bit later. Um, you know, and that, that's just kind of how that works out. But I think she's like a couple of years older than Mikkel. Right, right. And, you know, get some attention because, you know, when Ulrich's actually talking to her, you know, he's talking to her about the movie and he's so present with her, right? He's, he's doing an impression. He's really excited talking to her. But as soon as he sees Katarina, he, start, he stops listening to her and goes and uh, holds Katarina's hand. So you see how... Correct. You Correct. see just... You know what Hannah must be feeling, uh, going seeing that, and then you know she meets this other kid, Mickle, and uh, <laughs> once once she brings up magic, he's willing to talk to her at least, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she just found a, a common interest, I guess. Uh, you know, or maybe not a common interest because she's not not thrilled about magic, but she 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 got into it once yeah. he's kind of showed her. So yeah. that, that's kind of you know common in that that sense. Yeah, um, and she's know. gonna be wishing she never brought it up in about five years. But no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen that trick before, Mikkel. I know. Yes, the cup trick. You Can got you learn a new trick. Yes, please. Yes. Didn't Houdini escape out of, you know, didn't he do other tricks? That's it. I'm buying cans. No more bottle caps. <laughs> That's another another bottle cap? I found another one. <laughs> oh man. Um and uh yeah, so uh and then so like where these worlds are converging, right, is that, so Ulrich and Katarina, they agree to have sex, and we get, the, the show kind of goes out of their way to kind of show that it's Katarina who is persuading Ulrich to have sex, right? And it's going to be important later in the show. Right, right, and she's very adamant, no kids. No she kids. She condoms. Ew, about that. What's funny to me is, I feel like uh, most high school conversations that lead to sex don't have nearly the somber attitude that Katarina and Ulrich take. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> I didn't know if they were, like, going to going to get, like, a root canal or going to have sex. Like, uh, <laughs> like do we a, have to, important, I guess? Yeah. Like, serious discussion that seemed like wasn't going to be, like, something that either one was really excited about. More like, oh, this is something we have to do. That's true, <laughs> so yeah. it's like, really? They're like, we're teens in a small town. Uh, this is this is what's happening here. Um, yeah, I don't... 
uh, it does kind of seem like it's just like, yeah, this is this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. Um, but we're going to be careful. We're going to be responsible. No kids, not ever. Not ever? Yeah, never. She definitely says never. Never, she's, she's yeah. adamant on the never that he kind of agrees with it. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously uh, they don't stick with that path in the future. <laughs> no, no. We get Magnus, uh, Marta, and Mikkel all coming from them. So, um, but anyway... So anyway, did we get the scene, and um, we talked about this in a, another episode, Jared, but they, they, can they find a more private place, or like these, uh, in school, they're just, in, both in the 80s and in the present day, they're just uh, willing to go at it right in the middle of an empty room in school. Yeah, you know, I, I guess it's weird, I don't know, they, are their parents always home, um, you know, do they not, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> where they're going to try and find a good place to fornicate. But it, it does end up always being in the school, uh, which for some reason just people aren't ever wandering around or cleaning or, you know, and there are no other students around. Although this time Hannah was around. Hannah uh, was around. She sees so. And that's right after she but talks. She sees them. It's right after she speaks with Mikkel for the first time, right? I, is, it, is it right after or right before? Um, I, I think it's right after. I think it's right after, but I could be wrong. Is it right after? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, she sees she sees them through the window at some point, right? She does. She does. She definitely does. She gets up on like a little little um little bench and climbs up there. Right, right. And she ends up telling her dad that she saw something wrong. Um, what should she do if she sees something wrong? And she uh kind of makes up this whole narrative about how Ulrich uh actually raped Katarina. And, uh, obviously, you know, the police take it very seriously and Aegon, who is ready to, uh, ready to arrest Ulrich for anything really, um, isn't going to miss this opportunity. Right. 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 She distorts the truth. Right. Big time. Yeah. She lies. Um, and, uh, and as a result, Ulrich ends up in a police car at the end of the episode. Right. Right. Through the montage. And we get Aegon staring at him, uh, Looking really evil. Great song, by the way. Great montage. Uh, Me and the Devil. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorites uh, throughout the series. But I, th- I re- this montage, too, in particular, all the menacing looks everybody's giving each other, really uh, lends itself well to the song. It does. It really, I mean, they always pick such good songs. This is a great one. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's well done with all the... The looks that people, you know, on people's faces as, you know, they're going through different things throughout the episode, right? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so I've been, I've been having, I had that song on my Spotify, I listen to that all the time now. But, um, uh, what do you think of Hannah's dad? He's not in the show too much, but I kind of liked him in this episode. He seems like a genuine nice guy, doesn't he? A hard I mean, worker. He just seems like a hard worker yeah. who's, you know, taking care of his daughter and, um, and just a nice guy, right? Yeah, and I feel bad, because do you get the feeling that Hannah feels embarrassed about him? Are we supposed to take that from the show? You know, I guess we could. Um, I think she is, to a, to a certain degree, but I, I don't feel like they hit us over the head with it, maybe. No, it's um, subtle. but uh, It's he, subtle, yeah. Does he work with textiles? Did I see that right? Or he, or he puts in carpet? I can't remember exactly what he does, but he's you know more of a blue-collar worker, right? And... Um, he sure is, yeah. And it just looks like Hannah doesn't want to be seen with him in the van. Um, when she, but he's such a nice guy when they're when they're having conversations. One of the one of the better you know parent figures in, in the series so far. <laughs> he, he is, yeah. yeah, without a doubt, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. We, we, he's not on the screen very much. Who knows what goes on with uh, <laughs> off screen? But from what we see, you know. Yeah, but from on screen, he, he seems like a really good dad yeah. and a good father, right? Right, right. Um, yeah. So that's all going on in the '80s, and you know, begs the question, right? Does do Ulrich and Ulrich and Katarina must not know about this if they're somewhat friendly with Hannah still, right? Is kind of the implication. Right. Or we just right. don't we just don't know what it is, but you would think, I mean at least I would think that uh that would kind of be a divider in a friendship or kind of a deal breaker if uh if the truth was revealed about that. I think so. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah, so we'll see. Um we'll see more on that later. But that's pretty much everything that happens in nineteen eighty six in this episode, unless I'm missing anything. You got anything more from the eighties? No, I think that that covers it. Okay. That definitely covers the 80s. Yeah, so uh, uh, you see uh, a devious side of Hannah <laughs> coming out uh, back even when yeah. she was young, too. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk uh, Let's talk Bartage. Uh, can we talk Bartage for a minute? Because uh, I've got some, do it. got some questions about my, about my guy here. Um, so yeah. he's, been, he's trying to get in touch with Marta, Marta, right, at the beginning of the episode. Right. And he's got, you know, the cell phone and the drugs, the Eric cell phone. And, and he's he, down to one guess. One, one guess, guess left. For that, those numbers. And he really wants to, too. You know, you can tell he wants to. He's looking at it. But the phone ends up ringing from an unknown caller. And it's Noah. And he says he's Noah. And he wants to meet with Bartosh. And, uh, okay, so what do you think about uh, Bartosh wanting to go meet? I guess first he invites Jonas with him, right? Yeah, I think... Bartosh is afraid to meet with him alone. Uh, I would right? be. Yeah. I mean that that's what I get out of it. Yeah. But he at the same time he's he's a kid, you know, they're they they don't have, it's a small town, they don't have much going on. Yeah, I mean I may as well meet with this random person, but let me bring my buddy along with me and it'll be all right. And that's what ends up happening is he, he, he talks to Jonas, Jonas is like, Yeah, I'll be there. And then all of a sudden he goes and sees uh, Martha's play instead. <laughs> hey, let me call my really tough friend Jonas. He'll know exactly what to do in this situation. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the yellow raincoat. You know him? Yeah, he's going to be... The guy with the yellow raincoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if something bad happens, everyone will recognize the raincoat at the very least, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jonas is probably really good at that video game. Maybe Bartosh is uh, confusing the two. But uh, um, I think... Bartosh, when, so when, okay, so like I get the whole thing, right? He's trying to get the drugs and like I get that he wants Jonas to come with him. But at the point when Jonas doesn't show up and you get a priest rolling down the window and he knows your name already and he invites you into the car, at this point I'm bailing, you know? <laughs> yeah, Bartosh seems to have no hesitation. Bartosh has balls. Limo, does he? He's got balls. What is this? What is this? Yeah, I mean, he just... <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that, are, like, in my mind, would just be flashing red, like, yeah, oh, this isn't a good idea. Oh, this, this really isn't a good idea. Yeah. Oh, it's like a priest. It's a really bad idea. <laughs> but, oh, he knows my name. I gotta see where this goes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he gets... And, and Jonas, you're right. Jonas says, stood him up. Uh, he's, he's with uh, Marta in her very professional dressing room, right? But, uh... Yes. Um, and once again... No other kids around. I mean, you know, no, no other, no other actors or you know, 
the studio people or you know any other stuff just just the two of them yeah she's like meryl street so much she... privacy at, at, at windham high yeah it's wonderful it's true too <laughs> and by the way i totally thought that bartosh was a goner the first time i saw this i was like all right that's the end of him when he got into the that's, yeah but he gets out the next missing kid on a on a milk card right <laughs> yeah we'll see bartosh's face but uh it <laughs> it turns out that it's uh he gets out of the car at the end right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know what's said in that, that limo ride, but he ends up coming out alive and, and, you know, being okay, that's for sure. Yes, and we will probably bring up what was said in the limo ride at the end when we do some spoiler stuff, because I kind of want to talk about that as well when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, that's, that's what's going on with Bartosh, and uh, uh, meanwhile, Jonas, like you said, Jonas is... Uh, the other part of the love triangle, he's going to see Marta. And we get Marta, she's... It's the rehearsal so far, correct? For the for the play? Correct, correct. He was sitting on the rehearsal, yeah. Right, and she's talking about the labyrinth, or is she talking... Okay, here we, here we go, labyrinth time. This is my weakest point, but uh, we'll, let's let's talk labyrinth, let's talk Ariadna, let's talk... Uh, <laughs> let's talk what the, what the meanings are. Because we get the stranger also bringing up the labyrinth, so... Uh, Jer, do you have uh, do you have any uh, knowledge you want to drop on this subject? I I don't. Um, you know, I, I certainly I'm I'm familiar with Greek mythology and and labyrinths and um, you know the, their meaning and and how complex they can be and you know I, f- I forget whatever Greek character that beats the labyrinth essentially brings Theseus? a string with him. I believe Theseus. Right? Theseus. What, it, what up? No, yeah. Theseus. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I watched got the it, video. Got it. So. <laughs> So, like, that makes sense, right? You know, and, and her, during her dialogue, she's talking about cutting the string. So that, that kind of makes sense as well. Um, but, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it kind of, um, it's, you know, it's a beautiful uh, kind of, uh, you know, that dialogue that she gives. Right. Uh, that, it's really interesting. She does a good job with, you know, saying it with passion. And then at one point she looks at Jonas or Jonas and, uh, and, and kind of says there's a, a connection that's, that's, you know, it's unseen, but it's there. It's very strong and it cannot be tied. It cannot be cut. Right. Oh yes. Yes. And, uh, we could, we could mention that. I think we'll, we'll get in trouble for spoilers if we go any further with that. So we could talk, we could talk yeah. a little bit about that later in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah, there's the, the, the connection, you know, uh, something to think about. Um, but, but well, I mean, they certainly do have a connection. They make out at the end of the episode and, you know, um, you know, there, there's clearly something there. Yeah. Right? And I guess love, you know, is in that unseen connection. It could be, you know, right. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And, um, so he's talking about, you know, he's kind of admitting to her like where he was right over the summer and he's, uh, this is back in the dressing room, by the way. And he, yep. he's talking to her about where he was and, he t- they mention what happened last summer, and he wants uh, they want he wants kind of like to know you know did it mean anything right? Right. And they do end up making out after this, but he's like, why didn't you why why'd you call me not Bartosh? And it's like, come on, Jonas, the answer's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> and she doesn't really answer him, right? She just starts making out with him. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's okay. That's <laughs> that's a good enough explanation for for Jonas. <laughs> It's like, have you ever talked with Bartosh? The, there's your answer. <laughs> so, uh, do they have another scene in this episode? 
uh, these two, or is that how that's how it ends, right? I think that's how it ends. For yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. The, but I do feel like we we probably should talk about the stranger and Jonas or Jonas. Oh yeah, no, yeah, um, definitely. Their conversation, um, kind of uh, how you know, uh, uh, what do they call it? Looking at um, Michael's gravestone, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got the so the stranger comes to talk to him, right? And he's like sitting on the bench, and, right? And the stranger also. Uh, is mixed up with Regina in this episode. Let's bring her into the mix. He gets uh, he he has her deliver a package to Jonas. So not only does he talk to Jonas, but he delivers the crucial information at the end of the episode, and also you know like the yeah. starter kit for Jonas's uh, Jonas Halloween costume that we're all going to be wearing uh, in twenty twenty two after Halloween is canceled for the next two years. But um, <laughs> but yeah. the next Halloween we can actually go out and enjoy it with that. Well, you know, Halloween for what's going on in the pandemic works pretty well because everyone does wear a mask, right? If you're if you're you know you're dressing up where it requires a mask, so that's good. It's a good point. It's outside. Uh, probably not a whole lot of social distancing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, bars. that's when the next spike. There'll be a big spike two weeks after Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. That's. It's COVID talk in the middle of the episode. All right. Now, uh, <laughs> so anyway, I, I was cracking up. The reason I brought up Regina, too, is because uh, when we when we come into the scene with her, she's refusing to waive a cancellation fee. And I just love it. It's just a small little petty example of Regina being Regina. And I, I do love her for that. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do, too. And she, I mean, yeah, she, she's kind of. She's driving a hard bargain there at the hotel. Yes, but has has no problem delivering this package for the stranger. Yeah, I mean she, she's accommodating. You know, you just gotta show up and not cancel. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's very reasonable. You know, the customer will win. And, if they... and she she's pretty happy with his. Like, look, I'm not gonna come back here for a couple of days. Yeah. Can you just keep the room the way it is, and I'll continue to pay you? And she's like, Yep, I yep, can do that. Yep. Yep. Can I keep giving you money? Yep. Yep. Please. Please. <laughs> yep. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, stranger, the only thing keeping the Wyndon Hotel open. Yeah, it's really, you're the only guy. You're yeah. the only, you're the only, uh, the, the only person we have staying here. Yeah, so. he's keeping the lights on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, what do you think? So, where do you want to go with the stranger? Do you want to talk about the conversation on the bench or what he, what he gives to, uh, Jonas at the end? Yeah, I think we talk about both, right? Yep. So the conversation, um, you know, you know, I probably, we've watched everything, but the conversation, watching it again, you you just kind of see like, I, I guess I didn't realize how how harsh he is, like the stranger, you know, like how how he's just like, I mean, it's all downbeat, you know, it's all like, you know, it, he ends it with, you know, consider every decision you made and. Uh, like almost like review that like sure you, did, you know think if you've made any mistakes in your life like th think how harsh that is you know like we've all made mistakes in our lives like, yeah you know, i think the, the last thing you want to do is dwell on that right you know you want to be positive you want to think about how you're gonna maybe make the right decision going forward or, or you know make better decisions or, or that type of thing but instead he's, he ends it with consider every decision you made, you know, and, and were, did you make the right decision? <laughs> I know. And meanwhile, Jonas is like, dude, I just wanted to come sit on this park bench, you know, forget about things. And then 
here here the stranger is hitting him with truths like death is incomprehensible and life is a labyrinth you know it's a little early in the morning for that <laughs> yeah he just got out of the nut house as he, as he, <laughs> as you, he know, says. Admit, yeah. you know later later in the <laughs> yeah. episode early in the episode or whatever at whatever point to to uh to martha but like yeah like he doesn't need um psychology 101 from the stranger yeah certainly not <laughs> reconsider everything that, that yeah. you've done wrong yeah i already have that's what i did all summer <laughs> it's like I, that's what i just did last summer <laughs> yeah like, oh man yeah so uh you know definitely keep an eye on the stranger he's a big part of the story it seems like so um yeah yeah uh, <laughs> That's him. And then he gets, uh, I love the light that he gives Jonas, uh, in addition to, yes. you know, the the letter and uh, uh, what other goodies are in there? Probably like a map or something. Yeah, it's a map, that, that strange looking light. Oh, the Rodigen uh, detector. The, 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 the yellow detector thing that Sh- Chernobyl made famous. Yeah, yeah, the detector as yeah. well. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, um, but, you know... I guess we could talk about the letter now, right? Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's really neat to just you know hear it again, um, and and how how strong and moving it is, right? Oh yeah, no, some really good lines again too. This this episode's full of these deep meaningful lines, but I really liked. We are wanderers in the darkness. We don't know half the world's mysteries, and uh, yeah, that's uh, the the show will just hit you with some of those, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's well worded. It's beautiful, um, and uh, you know, a great reveal in the episode. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and you know, uh, you know, just Jonas. You know, it's sad. And like, it like when they they have the montage where you know Mikkel and Jonas are running away, and he's saying that Mikkel became Michael. And you know that part, I was getting goosebumps during that part, even when they're kind of showing the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty sad, and now uh, Jonas is going to be, you know, faced with what to do with this knowledge, right? And uh, that's how, you know, we'll kind of drive the plot forward from there. It is, and it's so brutal, too. I, I mean, when he kind of explains, like, look, I went in that cave, you know, I went back to the past, so now you've lost me in your time zone, there in your time period, because I went back in that cave, and then I've died. And so, like, not only you cannot, it, both, both opportunities are gone. You know, like yeah. it, 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 it hits you hard, doesn't it? No, oh, that is rough. Yeah, he lost him in both, yeah, both, uh, both versions of him. Yeah, that is that is tough. Um, yeah, no, the show, <laughs> the show is uh, full of these complex and uh, tough truths that it come is. out. And this episode is called Truths, by the way, too. So, uh, kind of makes sense with uh, everything that was revealed right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we get the truth with Mikkel and, and Michael. Yep, yeah, we do. Um, and uh, we haven't talked about Charlotte and Ulrich, kind of this, uh, this story, the Charlotte, Ulrich, Catalina, Katarina of it all. So uh, I think that's kind of the last storyline we have, and then we can talk about uh, the ending with the stranger as well. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, so kind of like a, we get Ulrich and... Uh, Ulrich and Katarina, right? And Katarina's kind of asking Ulrich, and she she kind of knows, right? She knows, or because yeah, have... she kind of she knows, and yeah. I think you know, I think she kind of knows Tana, right? Like she kind of 
I don't know, the way she looks at Hannah when she comes with the, the, the food and the way she kind of looks at Ulrich when Hannah's there, it's like, she kind of she kind of knows. Yeah, know? well, she has a great sense of smell because, you know, she's she smell in the first episode she smells the sweatshirt and now she's doing the hug and sm- sniff, confirming yeah. that the smell was the same. And when she smells Hannah, yeah. she smells Hannah and she looks at Ulrich and she knows. But Ulrich, I don't think Ulrich picks up on it. Ulrich kind of just looks away. I don't away. think he does either. Yeah. I think he's oblivious. He totally yeah, is. But, but the audience picks up on it. Oh, we pick, pick up, up on, on it. it. Yeah, we were there for it. <laughs> and uh, later on yeah. when she's asking him in bed, like, uh, hey, are you cheating on me? Uh, he doesn't even go no, but he goes like full Rafael Palmero at the Supreme Court. I did not cheat on base in base. I did not do this. I did not. I did not use steroids. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't go with the uh, the Peter approach. To, you're nuts. <laughs> you're nuts. Yeah, just you're, you're crazy. Yeah, just saying uh, the the denial without saying anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, two different approaches by uh, two shady gentlemen, and uh, you know neither yeah. one is good, and. You know, they're just avoiding the truths, which uh, the episode was, you know, they're supposed to, they're supposed yeah, to follow the yeah. theme here. They're not. Avoiding the theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know how Ulrich thinks he's going to keep getting away with this, but, you know, he's, God bless him, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. This is true. He's, he's, he's sticking with it. Yeah. And he does try to end things with Hannah, for what it's worth. Um, uh, he does. Uh, he does kind of this fake out where he, uh, where he leans into her and then, uh, you think maybe he might kiss her, but then he just opens the door and he's like, get lost, get out of here. He opens the door, yeah, Yeah. that was, that was a solid scene. (laughs) Um, so, uh, and then Hannah is very scary when she's like, don't think I'm just gonna let this go. And, uh, the way the camera zooms in on her in the rain, it's like, uh, Ulrich, watch your back, man. Yeah, yeah, not, not good. Not good at all. Not a good look. Nope. Not nope, a good nope. look for Ulrich that no. she has. Uh, not good. No. Uh, so you know Ulrich, <laughs> he's got it. Uh, he's got it rough in uh, both time periods right now. Um, but he, he sure does. The yeah. man. The man does not help himself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he does not. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, we do get the scene where he's telling Charlotte that he, the reason he became a cop, kind of the Ulrich origin story. And he wanted to be different than the the asshole that was the investigator of Mad's death, right? Which is Egon. Egon yeah, yep. he wants to be better than Egon. He calls Egon kind of an idiot. Yep. Uh, and you know he has doubts that he is better than him at this point, right? Yeah. No, he's like, yeah, I'm just the same. Uh, I I became I've become I've become what I hated, right? And um, yeah, Charlotte, you know, takes this opportunity to bring up the 33 year cycle. Which I really like. It's one of them. I don't know if it's any 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 what true in real life or not, but I really like this. That thirty three years that all the stars in the universe are in the exact same position. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, that was cool, yeah. and that was really neat. And she kind of goes, my grandfather kind of taught me all this stuff, and uh, you know, it's 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 a neat scene, and, and she's kind of talking about how she kind of understands all this stuff, and you know, Charlotte's pretty enlightened show you know progresses um so she's, she's kind of she's kind of up in the know on some of these things and the 33 year cycle is is kind of a neat neat thought right she's like i know how i'm gonna get ulrich off the talking about the past i'll just bring up the science stuff he'll shut him right up 
I get that. You're taking the Mikkel approach. <laughs> yeah. It's the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> it's the Big Bang Theory. your cycle. And then Ulrich's just like, is just like, whatever, just don't send me the church. It's brainwashing for the masses. <laughs> um yeah so i think uh and then at the ends were uh at the end right and then the one the other thing i wanted to say uh really quickly about katarina um you know she's hanging out a lot in mickle's room right and you can tell she's definitely not gotten over it and you know you could understand why but um yep. hannah asks her you know how are magnus and uh marta you know classic cover for hannah not asking about ulrich first but uh yeah uh, yeah, it's a good question. Does she know about Magnus and Marta? Has she talked to them? I think I say this in like every episode, but does she does she talk to them at all? And she hasn't. She's just like I. She, she kind of admits she doesn't even know. Like yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how the other two are doing. We're really focused on the missing one. You know, She's like <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know any Magnus. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Ulrich, Ulrich, Katarina, they. They've got more problems than than they know what to do with right now. They've it's it's a it's a mess with them. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think that's all I have on the spoiler free aspect, uh, Jer. So anything else from the episode proper before we uh, talk spoilers? No, I think we're ready to to pause and then go with spoilers. All right. Well, if uh, if it's your first time viewing, um, we give you a few seconds to go ahead and. Uh, pause it and come back when you do finish the episodes. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Wake Up Winden. Uh, you can email the show, wakeupwinden at gmail.com. And hopefully my plugs gave you enough time to hit pause on whatever player you have. And I'll count down three, two, one. All right, Chair, so everybody's had enough time. Uh, so spoiler-wise, what do you want to talk about for everything that's happened? Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, we could we could talk about really whatever you'd like to talk about. Certainly, we could start with the the limo ride with Noah and Bartosh, right? Yeah. So okay. So let's let's set that up. So Noah's just gotten the assignment um, at some point from Jonas, right? So he's lost Charlotte at this point, right? Right. And right. and now he's he's went back to 1921, and uh, Adam told him told him what he has to do following the book and do i have that right yeah because the book's right there on his lap right it is it's not like it's not a bible it's it's the book right you know and that's a good point because i just think like just i just always assumed it was a bible and then you know you're exactly right it has to be that book yeah you just saw the priest imagery but you're exactly right yeah i think it is the book um which for the show is almost like the bible (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah it is yeah it but uh, but I, I think that's what it is. I think if he's on a mission from Adam, and, and he's kind of... And if he has motivations to connect with Bartosz, right? Yes. Um, because it's his father, right? Which is so, wild, yes. Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it all it all kind of clicks and makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that also makes sense that that's how he gets out of the, the limo safe and, and alive and not being experimented on because, you know, Noah has a connection with him. Right, and he he'll kill him later in a different 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 circumstance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> different True. different age, different different person, but yeah, that that'll all happen. But um, yeah, is this when he tells Bartosh like this is all Jonas's fault, like all this shit is Jonas's fault? 
You know, I wonder that myself. Yeah. I, I wonder what he tells him. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't think it's really this is all Jonas's or Jonas's fault um, because he goes with him in the past. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he gets frustrated with him there. I feel like he's really just saying, like, look, there's this Adam guy, and I'm working for him, and you can work for him too, and you got to need to do a couple of things for us. And we, you know, we were time travelers, that type of thing, which is super cool to a teenage kid, you know, like <laughs> that type of stuff, right? Right. And I believe he probably makes some predictions of what's going to happen in the future because that's what kind of sells Bartosh that Noah's correct or that Noah to believe Noah because he's like, all the stuff yeah, he said. He's super impressed by the predictions that he makes, right? Because he talks about that sometimes. He's like, everything he said has come true. Like, Right, right. So I think maybe that's how he hooks them in, but like, um yeah i'm just trying to imagine okay you know what else i was laughing about i wish i brought this up in the show but i was thinking about like noah posing as a drug dealer and i just thinking about like how noah would have to get in character for that makes me laugh because noah's so rigid and stiff like just imagining him like all right yeah i got that i got that ice i got that i got that stuff i don't know it's just funny he's got the drug dealer voice down though i mean at least the the dubbed uh, the dubbed english one Oh really? Because I I, I I need to listen to the the German voice. He's just such Noah. a strict, uh, strict and uh, stern man. I don't know. Uh, uh, strict and stern. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. uh, just I just couldn't imagine him. You know, you know, dealing Bartosh an ounce of weed or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bartosh Bartosh doesn't walk away with anything. So like you know, um, if Jonas had shown up with him, Jonas is gonna be like, Yo, what the hell, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we didn't get anything. There. Yeah, well, that was bullshit. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, all right. So, yeah. The and then the other thing, right? Um, when when Jonas is Jonas, okay, because Jonas the stranger, we can say it now. When Jonas is telling himself yeah. that life is a labyrinth, I'm like, boy, is this familiar? And it's been it, that yeah. was in that was in the last episode because I just watched the finale again with my wife, and uh, I think I think that's mentioned in the last episode too. That whole thing yeah yeah it's it, it definitely um is mentioned multiple times and you know it's i don't know if if an older version of me talked to a younger version of me i'd be so much warmer than the stranger jonas is to the uh regular you know the younger jonas yeah <laughs> well d does he remember him being harsh and he's like so bent on hey, everything needs, everything yeah, has to be to the same the same i guess yeah. yeah yeah everything's the same um uh, I like that Charlotte brought up that she said there she felt that something was wrong with Wyndon. I was like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> there is, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I mean it's uh, she. She's not Charlotte's smart. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, smart character. Charlotte was on the path really, really early. Um, okay, so yeah. the other thing I wanted to ask you about when Jonas is talking about what happened last summer. He is referring to what happened in the bedroom, and obviously not at the lake, because at the lake, it was the other version of Jonas, right? Right, right. But the, the version that that happens, you know, the one that kind of has fun during the party, uh, that's the, that's regular Jonas. That's regular right? Jonas. That's not, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't know why yeah. she's, you know, so warm to him <laughs> right after that scene, because, like, all he knows is that he was going to go help. Enos with the iPad, right? And then the other Jonas steps in, makes out with her, and they have this awesome moment that leads to them hooking up again at the party, right? At the party, yeah. But they, I mean, they still had, you know, they had sex. So, like, yeah. you know, he's kind of, you know, he, he he's obviously thrown aback when he comes back from 
you know, from the summer, and now Bartosh is with her, right? Oh, oh geez, so, You're, yeah. You know, yeah, and, oh. and then, but then he's kind of like, you know, hey, like, you know, where, where are we at? That type of thing. Right, and Bartosh is so touchy-feely with Martha. He's always grabbing her and pulling her clothes. Ugh, ugh, Bartosh. Yeah. Read the room. Read the room. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, and then... It's really cool, too, the connections with Tanhouse, right? Have we seen much of Tanhouse? I, I know he's, like, in the very first episode, but he appears at the end of this episode, and Tanhouse is, you know, the creator of these two worlds that we end up following. So Tanhouse is huge. He's, like, the god of the show, right? Yeah, he kind of is. He's, yeah. he's, like, the forefather, right? Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, we get to see, like, just a couple minutes of him um, when the stranger Jonas comes and sees him. Yeah. And they're going to have quite a long conversation about time. I think, you know, like one or two episodes, like it's just spliced, like things are happening in the episode and then you just cut back to the conversation with Jonas and Tanner. That they have. Yeah. Which I, I'm really looking forward to, re- to re-watching, to it be honest with you. should be interesting now, <laughs> now having seen uh, yeah. seen all of it. Um, but yeah, um, I it's it's fun uh, looking for, for plot holes as you go back Uh I'm, I'm just reminded of a Parks and Rec moment where Ben Wyatt like goes back to watch Fringe season one and he's like, "Look for air holes as I suspe- or look for plot holes as I suspected, airtight." That's what I think. Uh, lost. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah, I feel like that's how this show is. Yeah, yeah. It's airtight with plot holes. <laughs> yeah, at least I hope it is. I I, I don't want to hear it if it's not. But <laughs> I um, I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm looking through, I, I had starred all my things that I want to talk spoilers about, and I've, I've hit all of those. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about, like, Enos at all? Enos's motivation? Yeah, I mean, we could, we could talk a little bit. I, you know, I don't, I don't know how much in the know she is. Yeah, I feel like like she's off the hook. I mean, does, I I think she does, I, I, like, I'm wondering, does, like, does Noah tell her, hey, you need to take care of this kid? Like, just you need to become his mom and kind of adopt him. Do you, do you think, or do you think that that kind of happens naturally? It could be. I think before season three happened, that's where, that's where I thought this was going. But after seeing season three, they don't really go down that path at all with Enos. And they don't. They ask her, uh, the social worker asks her if she has children of her own. And uh, she talks about how she had, uh, she miscarried a baby, right? And maybe her motivation right. is just pure and she just wants to, you know, be a parent and she has a connection with Mikkel. And maybe I was too harsh on her coming into season three. Maybe her mo and, you know, she does, you know, the questionable things with uh, drugging Mikkel. But, you know, maybe she was trying to do the right thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe it did all that. That kind of happens naturally and that all kind of makes sense. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about her with now that all the seasons have been done, you know, like I, I, it's one I, thread. I dislike her yeah. more than I do, but at the same time, there are so many other characters that do so many worse things. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's kind of one of these characters. So I'm thinking of like Hannah's dad like this too. Like there are these people in Winden who aren't at the final table at the, the last scene with, uh, you know, Hannah and Katarina, but they're also part of the yeah. town, but they're not part of the the family tree and uh yeah I, f- I feel bad for them they're just caught up in this whole mess you know <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. um so yeah enos i i liked her the first time i watched it started questioning her the second time i watched it and now i'm back to not judging her as harsh 
<laughs> uh, as I watch it again, just because I guess it just never went anywhere. But um, yeah, yeah, she was she was nice to Mickle. Mickle seemed to like her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Th- I. This is a really good episode, by the way. I thought this was one of the stronger ones of the first season. It is. It really. I mean, there's a lot of reveal. Um. And and it's it's well balanced and it's it's interesting. There's a lot of good scenes. Yeah. And setting up, you know, a lot of things that are going to happen. Um. Uh. You know, we talked. I was <laughs> trying to dance around. I know it was kind of hard to bring up. Uh. If Ulrich and Katarina do know about what Hannah said and. They think it, they end up thinking it's going to be Regina, right? And that leads to, you know, Regina right. and them hating each other. So, um, a they, lot of things. They point the finger at Regina. They yeah. do. And I think I think we're going to get Alexander Kohler uh, introduced in the next episode. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, another you know upstanding citizen of Wyndon. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think or that's the most, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the most recent addition to Wyndon, right? Yeah. The most, in yeah. This case. Yeah. Like, like, like Peter Doppler, he is, uh, he's an import or he comes in from somewhere else. He's an import. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. But you know, they, uh, they, they play a big role in the, in the apocalypse. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah be good. they sure do. Yeah. All right. So I think that about covers this episode, Jer, um, unless you got oh. anything else. Nope, nothing else for me. All right, so we will continue to release episodes. Come, um, we are got this will be the thirteenth episode, and I think there are twenty six episodes in total of Dark. So we're about halfway through the podcast run, but we'll finish up season one, get to season two, working on getting some some more guests, some new guests as well. So be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, if you could rate and review the show, that'd be fantastic. And uh, email, Twitter, talk to the show. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So, thank you so much. Jer, I will talk to you later. Thanks, Brian. Bye.